Hi everyone and welcome to Pop Astrology with Charlotte. I'm Charlotte and I am a natal astrologer, astrologer that works out in London. I have a stall in Camden. I'm actually inside it right now and I'm closed because there's a pandemic and <laughs> I can't open. But here I am uh, with my podcast and I had a lot of requests on my Instagram uh, from you guys that you wanted to you wanted me to analyze the chart of Ted Bundy. So let's do that today and um, yeah, hopefully we understand something about this person that did some really terrible things. For those of you that don't know who he is, Ted Bundy was an infamous serial killer, an American serial killer, and he um, raped and murdered uh, dozens, maybe even hundreds of women over like a decade period or more now. So yeah i'm just gonna get into it and talk about his psychology because there's a lot here um that in you know that that tells me he was a very he was a traumatized child um and he and he, that's what led him to doing the things that he did there's a, a a very strong connection and also resentment of the mother uh and a missing father right that's not a, that's not a good way to start out life so it explains quite a bit all right, I'm looking at his chart now. The first thing I noticed was that Ted Bundy had Pluto and Saturn in the 12th house. If you have Pluto in the 12th house and I have this placement, there's issues with addiction. There's really dark thoughts. There's um, uh, uh, t maybe you have a lot of sexual fantasies that people would consider taboo, dark sexual fantasies, problems with control, uh, mental... Um, mental uh what do you call it mental frustration or i don't like the word word illness but there is a lot of frustration with this placement um and f and also feeling like you have to do something that contributes to humanity so likely in his own weird fucked up way ted bundy thought i want to i want to change the world and make it a better place you know it certainly makes sense why he entered into politics because he did feel that way he's like i can make this place better and he, he i can he, you know, he's a he is an mc in taurus so his public self was quite conservative that was literally his politics he was a republican in the 70s and he he ran for something he ran for an office i don't know much about american politics in terms of the system but yeah i do know he was yeah he was a politician yeah and um a conservative one very charming like he's a leo rising a lot of people said he was so warm and lovely and social but that Pluto in that 12th house, my goodness, the things that he hid. Oh, the dark, dirty things. But why couldn't it hide for long? Why couldn't he hide his Pluto, his dark thoughts, his sexual fantasies? What made him take this to a level where he, you know, where he physically enacted it out, right? Well, if we move down his chart in the fourth house, your fourth house represents family, the mother, your intimate life. A lot of shit played out in this house. Most of his planets are here in the fourth house of women. And here you have in the fourth house of women and the mother, you have Mars in Sagittarius at 13 degrees, trining Pluto in Leo at 13 degrees. Now, if you have a troublesome planet in the 12th house and it is in favorable very good aspect to um, a very practical planet like mars a practical personal planet 
then you now have an outlet for some very dark thoughts, don't you? Because that thing, that esoteric thing that you can't control, that's in the 12th house, that is secret and shameful and blah, 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 now has a very strong connection to your aggression, um, your ability to plan, your passion. And even he, in his letters, and I think even, yeah, in his letters to his uh, long-term girlfriend, well, by that time was his ex-girlfriend, he even said he had a demon inside him that he couldn't control. Was that demon that was that demon this Pluto trining Mars? <laughs> this Pluto in the twelfth trining Mars in the fourth house, <laughs> taking your dark thoughts out on women in your personal life. Is that what it was, Ted? Is that what this is? I think so. I think so. And you know what? He's also got his moon, which does represent the mother. So the moon is at home here in the fourth house. But the moon is in Sagittarius, making him deeply dissatisfied, always wanting more. Like, you know, Sagittarius moons are so dissatisfied. Look at Donald Trump, so dissatisfied emotionally. It's not a great placement for the moon because if the moon is in Sagittarius and your mother was likely never really happy, the grass was always greener, she probably didn't even want you. She probably didn't even, well, maybe not want you. She probably did want you. But there's an element of, like, she's just not happy. She's unsettled. Even if she got what she wanted, everything that she wanted... Oh, there's always grass. The grass is always greener. So his mum was perpetually unhappy whether or not she voiced it. He could see that. And he's got Mars, right? That action planet, that warrior planet, the killer planet conjunct his moon. Now that's interpreted in astrology as, you know, someone who is probably very blunt, has a lust for life, very adventurous, yeah? Um, maybe very competitive. And... Um, yeah, like he and he he's he's a very lovely, lovely person. These are not these are not killer placements. You know, Mars conjunct the moon doesn't mean you're a murderer. It means that you're fucking fun and you don't give a fuck. You know, like he doesn't like those people. Now, these two placements, this uh, Mars and this Moon, um, are trining this Pluto. A very dark, dark placement. Like, guys, this guy had dark thoughts, and because they were favorably aspected with very practical personal planets he took out all this shit onto people onto women fourth house women moon women Oy. anyway what else can i see here i see squares squares are challenges um what was it about his life that was the most challenging well in romance he wanted deep love he wanted love this man can i just tell you now yes ted bundy was a sensitive soul he was a murderer but murderers can be sensitive souls he has his moon in scorpio so already there you can see he's got issues with control uh over women um uh over his you know he he's very possessive people with their venus in um, Venus and Scorpio, they need to have solid, loving relationships. They need someone that can be there for them because they're usually people that have been real, but really betrayed, hurt in love, even from the moment they were fucking born. Um, and so, yeah, he, he, he wanted that traditional, loving, romantic life. And he did get that with this girlfriend that he has, or had um, for quite a while. It was a long-term girlfriend. There's a great documentary about her on Netflix. I suggest you all go watch it. Now, that Pluto uh, in Leo is squaring off. So 
you have this part of his psychology where it's like, I have dark thoughts. I love to like fuck like a crazy person and bring out the knives and torture and rape. Yeah, it's more than, you know, it's a fantasy. But it becomes more than a fantasy when it is squaring off with your love life, your Venus. I mean, if you want to have a loving relationship that is forever and ever, that gives you stability, um, you're going to have some problems when it's squaring off with Pluto. Pluto's gonna fuck with it. Those dark thoughts are gonna fuck with your relationships. Did his dark thoughts fuck with his relationships? Of course they did. Of course. He's living a double life here. Oh, I'm this dedicated guy and I love my girlfriend. I'm gonna adopt her daughter and we're gonna play out this fucking fantasy where I'm a fucking politician and I'm a dad and I can be a normal guy and have the type of loving family that I never really got. But there's still that dark sexual fantasy with that Pluto and the Twelve fucking with you. You can't have that, Ted Bundy. You can't fucking have a dedicated love life and a squeaky clean career when you have these dark thoughts of murdering women that is actually manifesting as a physical thing because there's a trine between your Pluto and your Mars. This guy was sick. <laughs> this guy was fucking sick, bro. This guy was sick. <sighs> So yes, uh, what do we look at? Uh, so we, there's a challenge in love, yeah? So we got Venus squaring off with Pluto and also also with uh, Saturn here. So yeah, restrictions and challenges in love. Um, you know what's really scary about this placement as well? His his moon is not squaring, is not squaring Saturn. So there would be issues with the father. It's actually trining Saturn. Um, yeah, so you have here Saturn in, at 8 degrees in Leo and the moon at 17 degrees in Sagittarius. Okay, it's not a tight trine. It's not. It's not a tight trine. But it's it's good enough to say. I think that's a good I think that's a good enough placement to say that this man had real control over his emotions when when he was, you know, a, trying to achieve a goal. Like when this man went out and achieved a goal he could be calm he could be reasonable he could be he could regulate his feelings when he had to go to work mars is work right and, and and moon is how you relate to people um when you you can yeah you can be very charming and regulated but let's not forget his moon is opposing uranus uranus and moon oppositions and even uranus square moons uranus squaring the moon if you have any of those placements yeah it makes you it can make you angry um and and regulating your feelings is difficult you're gonna have sudden changes sudden attacks of crazy yeah um also an unsettling uh uh home environment the moon is the home and uranus is is sudden changes so a lot of people with this placement their dad is out in and out he comes all of a sudden, then he fucks off for ages. Um, maybe both parents are gone. So just an unhappy, unsettled home life. And yeah, so ugh. but when he needed to, he could he could he could regulate his feelings. When he got into trouble, when he got into trouble, he could he was very charming. So it's funny how he's got one placement that in you know that says, hey, he's got emotional upheaval and he can be really dangerous and and, and his temper can get really bad really quickly but then he's got another placement that says no he knows how to regulate himself so he's got both of these um aspects here 
And are we not all contradictions, you know? Like, oh, that contradicts. I'm like, yeah, it contradicts because people are contradictory, yeah? So the next thing I want to talk about is his north node. And your north node indicates your destiny, your higher self, where your soul has to go. I mean, you'd like to think it's your higher self, right? (laughs) You'd like to think that the north node is your higher self and where your soul needs to go. But sometimes it's not necessarily a higher self. It's just where you're headed. (laughs) and where he was headed is gemini gemini is a trickster gemini is a liar sorry guys if you're gemini's but you know um change you know very changeable very mutable very unexpected and it's conjunct this uranus uranus in gemini conjunct the north node in yeah north node in gemini oh god so yes he was he's meant to go towards a genius because uranus is the genius planet it's in charge of aquarius and uranus in gemini is very happy there because gemini energy is the lower octave of aquarius energy so very mercurial but also very urine urine <laughs> urine uranian <laughs> not urinal i'm sorry (laughs) north node is conjunct this genius is the genius a little bit fucked up because it's retrograde potentially so uranus in this chart is retrograde um it's gonna manifest more inwardly um and yeah north node is right there he's meant to go towards a genius and he's also he was also meant to pursue a career um because his north node is in the 10th house of the public self you know so ideally if i was gonna look at a non-murderous person's chart and it looked like this i'm like mate like you're meant to go towards like almost like fame because you know uranus is like the newspapers and media and it's exciting and everyone's gonna fucking know you you're gonna impact the world you're gonna be humanitarian like that's usually what i would say that obviously didn't work out um (laughs) so that he was headed he did head towards i mean he was a genius are we gonna admit that like i'm not he's a you know like evil genius that's exactly what he was and he did go towards his genius he fulfilled his destiny didn't he um and did he lie? Yeah, he did. Um, and also, 10th house, Gemini in the 10th house, I mean, his 10th house M- his MC is in Taurus, so yeah, very traditional. But you got to remember, Gemini doesn't give a fuck, and there's still a lot of Gemini in this 10th house. He dealt with people a lot, not just for political, you know, for his political career, but he just dealt with people. He liked people. He also liked to kill them. <laughs> like, that's how he ended up killing these girls, right? hey, like, can you help me carry this thing to my car? I'm such a sweet man. And I have a Leo rising, so you can be very charmed by my, by my good looks. And I seem so conservative with my 10th house placement in Taurus. I'm trustworthy. I'm a politician. I'm here to look after you. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, these girls would carry their box to his car, and then they'd be dead. Yeah? Sudden, sudden, um, you know, sudden unexpected occurrences, um, uh in you know in his 10th house in his public duty like i for sure think he used his his you know his uh very charming ascendant and midheaven to get people to be vulnerable with him like you're gonna you're gonna love a leo rising and you're gonna love someone that has an mc in taurus because you feel like safe and cared for and comfortable charmed charmed oh god this guy but yeah, North Node in, in Uranus, that's some fucking chaos. His, his North Node is heading towards chaos. <laughs> and, 
and he's meant to be heading towards fame. That fucking happened, didn't it? <laughs> oh, God. All right, so what else here do I see in his chart? God, Jupiter, Jupiter in the third. It's almost in the fourth, but yeah, third, fourth. Jupiter in the third slash fourth in Scorpio. What was he naturally good at? I would say people with Jupiter in this sign in Scorpio would be really good surgeons. <laughs> That's such an awful thing to say because we know what happened in these women. But Jupiter in Scorpio is investigation, is planning, is um, it's attack. It's you know Scorpio is a is a great planner. When you want to fucking take someone down, or if you want to solve a murder mystery, or if you want to like heal someone through surgery, fix them up. This is a person that can do it, right? The third house is the mind. Jupiter is in the third house, making him super uber smart. I mean, Jupiter in the third house restricts people to a locality or a country. Like, it's not like a genius that expands out, right? It's a genius that keeps you localized. And this is a placement where I'm like, oh, you'd make a really good doctor or surgeon in your local community. I could see you setting up a practice where, yeah, you can cut people open and fix them. He didn't do that, but he certainly cut people up and he was certainly localized. Like, he changed localities. Like, makes sense because Jupiter is is travel and movement in the third house's local communities. And in order to murder these women, Ted Bundy had to change his community quite often so he could run away from the cops. He was very, very well planned. It was very, you know, very well thought out. And, yeah, that another very dark placement. I mean, he lived for cutting up people. Oh my god. I know I play this as quite lighthearted, but I swear to god that's just my Libra moon because I know how awful this person was. Um and how disturbed he was. Um Yeah, I can see that his father is missing. He's got Saturn in the twelfth. So yeah, um Ted Bundy had some real heartache. Like Saturn in the twelfth house people, they tell themselves shit like, you can't do this. It's perpetual low self-esteem. And he had that. Like, that's why in those interviews, when you watch that documentary on Netflix, everyone should go watch it and you can hear him talk out his childhood. He built himself up to be much more of a winner than, than he was. I was so articulate and smart. I did well at school. I was a really well-behaved boy. <laughs> you fucking liar. He liked to kill animals. Uh, anyway, but yeah, he presented it as like, you know, I had such an idyllic childhood. I'm a nice guy. And, um... That's because he was covering up for his dad. Like, his dad was gone or his dad disappointed him. So did his mum, you know. Like, um, I don't think this is necessarily his mum's fault, but I can definitely see in the chart that mum wasn't happy. So, yeah, he's got mommy and daddy issues. He's got temper tantrum issues. He's got a, a, a real fascination for dark subjects like Mercury. His mind is... He's got Mercury in... Scorpio and he's got his third house which is the mercurial house you know with with Scorpio energy in there as well so yeah he's very mine is very much on um not just being successful and moving up and being uh, resourceful which he was but also to take control and power over people to to punish people to hurt people to pay back give payback to the world that fucked him up so hard you know like he felt like he was he was owed like the world was in debt to him because he was in so much pain. 
Oh, this is why feeling sorry for yourself is not the way, guys. Seriously. Like, if there's anything we're going to take from this chart, it's that you can... You need to stop fucking thinking that because you were hurt that you're somehow owed and people owe you. You know, because... Um, and you know what? People, I like... I feel that fucking way all the time, you know? Like, I can feel real fucking sorry for myself. People talk, you know... I've had, I've had people, like, point that out a lot, you know? And so... Admitting that is a little bit difficult for me. I mean, it's easier because I have a... <laughs> I'm talking about Ted Bundy, but this is this is a lesson we can all take on, is that stop feeling so fucking sorry for yourself, because if you do, you do destructive shit like this. Hopefully not like this. But you blame people, and you hurt people, because you think that they, that they did... That, that they, they owe you their energy because... Because they are somehow part of your pain, like... <sighs> I talked a lot. Anyway, but yeah, this was my um, analysis of Ted Bundy's chart. I hope you enjoy it. I got a little bit passionate and shouted at you. But whatever. Anyway, people don't like my voice. They can just fuck off. <laughs> I bet the people that stayed on really enjoyed it. <laughs> um, so yeah, guys, if you want to follow me on my Instagram, I'm Ms. Charlotte Astrology. Ms. Charlotte Astrology. Um, and yeah, uh, you can put your suggestions. You can message me on there and tell me what person you'd like me to analyze next and thank you so much it's because you guys i'm doing what i'm doing and i'm so grateful and so happy that i get to analyze murderers birth charts on my podcast it's a fucking dream <laughs> uh, i'm gonna put this up now and not listen to it because i hate the sound of my own voice but i hope you found this entertaining <laughs> bye guys